This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ron DeSantis tells Joe Biden, you're too damn old to be president. He may have also been, he may have, may have also been saying the same thing about another potential primary candidate, but we'll get to all that in just a minute. I will play for you the exact wording, the exact insult that, uh, that Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, hurled at the president of the United States and uh, possible, I'm going to say possible, Democrat uh, presidential candidate in 2024, because, well, that's looking, that's looking less and less likely. Before we get to that, though, speaking of Joe Biden, this impeachment inquiry that's going forward, um, we heard Kevin McCarthy announce it yesterday. He said, we are going to move forward with this impeachment inquiry. In fact, if you missed it, I'll play it for you here again. Today, I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Yeah. And then he said, you know, look, we've got we've got stuff going on. This logical next step will give our committees the full power to gather all the facts and answers for the American public. That's exactly what we want to know. The answers. I believe the president would want to answer these questions and allegations as well. I'm not so sure about that. If you knew the allegations against the president and you were president, you'd probably be like, the hell I do. I do. You know what? I did, I'm just trying to keep myself and my son out of jail. Uh, but there were a lot of different reactions around the board. For example, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene was asked, is this actually, you know, is this actually something that can just go forward without a vote from the Congress? Does the Speaker of the House have the ability to just arbitrarily open up an impeachment inquiry without without both the sides of the aisle coming to some kind of agreement on it? And she said, well, you know what? I'm glad you asked. There's two ways to open an impeachment inquiry. You, the House can take a vote or the Speaker of the House can announce and start and open the investigation. He can open the impeachment inquiry. That was a precedent set forward by former Speaker of House Nancy Pelosi. And that's what he chose to do today. And I think it was a great, bold move. Yeah, great, bold move. Of course she does, because, well, she introduced the articles of impeachment long ago. Um, as did Representative Lauren Boebert. In fact, you may remember the battle that the two ladies got into on the House floor because Lauren Boebert tried to push through articles of impeachment. Marjorie Taylor Greene tried to play the political approach uh, to her articles of, of impeachment. And when Lauren Boebert stepped on her toes, she basically rocked up to her and called her, well, a not so nice a not so nice name. Anywho, uh, the uh, a couple of other lawmakers were were uh, jumping in front of the cameras to comment to share their feelings about this impeachment inquiry, and one of them, of course, was J uh, Chuck Schumer, the majority leader of the Senate. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases and uh, witch hunts. The bottom line is, as we have said. You can only accomplish keeping the government open in a bipartisan way. All right, it's interesting that he uses the term witch hunt because witch hunt is exactly what Donald Trump has been calling all of his impeachments, all of his indictments for years. Witch hunts. And now that the tables have turned on them, now that it's happening to them, all of a sudden the Democrats are like, this is just a witch hunt. This is absurd. There's no meaning. There's no merit. There's no evidence. 
How could you possibly do this? Well, because of the Democrats, the Republicans can do this. Remember, Nancy Pelosi did this exact same thing. She set the precedent, not once, but twice, with two impeachments of Donald Trump, rushed through without any debate, without any due process. This is how the Democrats wanted to interpret the impeachment clause of the United States Constitution. And since they did it not once, but twice, that's the new way we're going to interpret the impeachment clause of the U.S. Constitution. And the Republicans are all on board. Uh, you know who's not on board with it? John Fetterman. Although John Fetterman may also not be of sound mind and body. Listen to what he said when he was approached by a reporter in the uh, in the catacombs of the Senate office building. Oh my God, really? Oh my gosh, you know, oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it, please don't do it. Oh no, oh no. We gotta run back to the office. That is an elected official, ladies and gentlemen. That is a guy, that is a guy who the folks in Pennsylvania believed is the best choice to represent them in the United States Senate. Oh my God, really? Oh my gosh, you know, oh, it's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it, please don't do it. Oh no, oh no. That's definitely 100% gonna be my Halloween costume this year. Shave the head, put on the mustache, get a hoodie, just run around going, ooh, don't do it, don't do it. That's 100%. Uh, what I'm doing. Oh my God, really? Ooh, don't do it. Uh, anyway, that, that's, uh, so anyway, this is, this is now in the beginning stages and it's going to be a very exciting fight or maybe not. A lot of folks believe that the only reason Kevin McCarthy is moving forward is to save his job because he's being attacked by members of his own party, namely Matt Gates from Florida's first district. On this very floor in January, the whole world witnessed a historic contest for House Speaker. I rise today to serve notice. Mr. Speaker, you are out of compliance with the agreement that allowed you to assume this role. Okay, so he's got an impeachment battle brewing. He's got a budget battle brewing. He's got a battle to maintain his own position of power in the House of Representatives. It's going to be a very interesting, interesting couple of months for Kevin McCarthy. Back to Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, you know, he's running for office and he's a, a, a very young, very youthful 44-year-old gentleman, will be 45 should he win the presidency in 2024. Uh, if he wins it in 2028, he'll be, well, older. Um, but it, the fact of the matter is that, you know, age has become a real issue in this, in this campaign because Joe Biden is old AF, industry term. Uh, and Joe Biden being, you know, upwards of 80, what, gosh, one, two, when he uh, when he finally, if he wins the uh, re-election, uh, Joe Biden will uh, be the oldest person to ever hold the job. And right now, people believe he's too old to hold the job. CBS sat down with Ron DeSantis and said, do you think that Joe Biden is too old to be president? Here is what Ron DeSantis said. Absolutely legitimate concern. And the presidency's not a job for someone that's 80 years old, and there's nothing you know, wrong with being 80. Obviously, I'm the governor of Florida. I know a lot of people who are elderly. They're great people. But you're talking about a job where you need to give it 100%. You need, we need an energetic president. And I think that if the founders could, could kind of look at this again, I do think they probably would have put an age limit uh, on some of these offices. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I agree and disagree with the uh, governor. Uh, respectively. Um, for example, I don't believe that the founding fathers would have put an age limit uh, at the top end of the presidency because, well, most of them were in their 50s and 60s. In fact, when the Constitution was ratified, Benjamin Franklin was 81 years old. When he signed the Declaration of Independence, he was 70. 
Uh, you had you had you know uh, George Washington who was 66 I believe when no 65 when he left office James Madison was 66 and I know what you're thinking that's nowhere near 80 but back then the the I mean the life expectancy of somebody in this country was way lower so they were working almost until their dying day in fact George Washington died two years after leaving office it's another reason why I never plan to retire I think retirement kills you folks retirement kills you. So Ron DeSantis is out here saying, look, I think the founding fathers would have put a maximum age on this thing. I don't think they did either. And I don't think there should be. There's in the Constitution two requirements to be president of the United States of America. One, you must be a, a, a natural born citizen of the United States of America. And two, you got to be 35 years of age. That's it. That's all the founding fathers thought were necessary in order to lead this country. Now, is there some kind of need to put forth uh, you know, uh, a, a clause or a law or a rule that says you must be mentally fit. You must be physically fit. You must be able to execute the office of president of the United States. I don't feel like there is. Uh, I don't feel like you can actually legally mandate that somebody is too old, too feeble, too demented, too stupid to hold a job. Once you start looking at somebody's handicaps as a disqualifier for president, well, you open it up to all kinds of things. What next? You're too bald. But I will say this. The voters should be smart enough. And I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking John Fetterman. I know. I, 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 can, I can see through you. Mm. Uh, the voters should be smart enough to be able to differentiate between a candidate who is able to do the job and a candidate who is not able to do, do the job. And if you're running for office and somebody that you're running against is not able to do the job because they're old, because they're feeble, because they're demented, because they're John Fetterman. Yeah. Uh, then it's your job as a candidate to point that out. The problem we have is that you've got candidates out there who are, who are trying to put put laws in place that should be doing the job that they're trying to do. Your job, Ron DeSantis, is to tell everybody Joe Biden is bad for these reasons, not to tell people we need to change the Constitution. You need to point out all of the missteps he's made, all of the gaffes he's made, all of the ways that he's put our country in danger because of his advanced age. And if, if you can sell your case better to the voters, then God love you. If you can't, then well, you got some serious problems. I mean, it seems like our leadership class now in Washington, uh, 75, 80, 80 plus years old is, is where those folks are. And I think that I think Americans, if we if, if Biden's the Democrat nominee, I'm the Republican nominee. I think there's gonna be a lot of Americans that are going to want to see a generational passing of the torch. I don't think we're going to have to worry about that, at least not in 2024. Anyway, listen, thanks so much for listening today and thanks so much for downloading this podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe and make sure that you're listening every single day. Also, our challenge begins in just about a week or so. If you haven't yet signed up for the Create Cashflow Content Challenge, you should do it. There's VIP tickets still available. Your opportunity to hang with me, come behind the scenes, see how we do everything we do every single day and make sure that, uh, that it pays. Um, that's all starting, like I said, in just a week or so. Go to markk.com right now to sign up. markk.com right now to sign up. And thank you again for listening. Don't forget to spread the word either. We'll be we'll be on the air at noon Eastern. We'll be on the air at 11 Central. And we will be, uh, we will be bringing you the full Mark K show. Until then, keep listening, keep fighting. Uh, together, we will all save the republic.